Hi everybody, RBTV31. We're still in some form of lockdown, so I'm doing another solo one. I've been working on a potential studio spot actually, so I can begin to get guests back on and stuff, which is quite fun, quite exciting. So um, I guess you'll see then when when they uh, when they come out. But for this, uh, I don't know if you know, but I'm I'm releasing a book. It's out on the first of August. I've got some some pre-orders already, which has been really nice. Thank you everybody who's pre-ordered so far. Um, the book's called Vagabonds, and it's all about my life and times kind of on tour with a band called Wraiths who I used to play drums in. We got signed, um, but we never really like hit any sort of success level. It was always kind of teased and I just thought, I, I had a lot of fun stories that I used to tell everybody all the time um, and still do and I just thought it'd be nice to kind of get them down on paper. So it, it's only short, it's only a little book, it's just a compilation of short stories. I think there's 12 altogether in there plus some bonus content. So. Yes, I thought I'd, I'd put it out and see if anybody gives a shit. And it turns out people do, which is quite nice. So, uh, and it was an interesting exercise, just just putting pen to paper and, and completing something. It, obviously, a lot lots of people want to write books and make books or write scripts and stuff. And it was nice to to see something right through to completion. So, so yeah, so it's it's back one. Obviously, there'll be links below about um, how to pre-order it and order it and stuff if you're interested. But being from from kind of marketing and, and having a, a marketing background I thought about interesting ways to, to possibly talk about it and, and get it get the word out there that I put a book out I'm obviously self-publishing it putting it out myself um, there's a couple of magazines are reviewing it and stuff which would be quite nice so I'll share them when they're out but uh, for now it's, it's just little old me my, my the power of my Instagram and my Facebook promoting it so I thought what what would be interesting would be to read an excerpt from the book so I loaded it onto uh, onto an iPad and I thought if I read a story you'll get a flavour for um yeah so I thought if I, oh my god I can't get my words out today so I thought if I read an excerpt or a story from the book you'll get a flavour for, for what it's about and what it feels like and and uh, yeah and if you're interested you can order it so here goes so this um a bit I try not to give too much backstory because obviously a lot of it's in the book anyway and that's that's the whole point of it. But, um, but yeah, so this, this story here is about a time that we played somewhere called uh, Mosh on the Time Festival, uh, 31st of May 2014, so it's a few years ago, um, and I've got our trials and tribulations there, so I'll put my best reading voice on, and uh, yeah, so read along with me, well, you can't read along with me because it's not out yet, but yeah, have a listen. As you may or may not be aware, promoters for small shows sometimes weren't very good at managing money or actually marketing the shows, and some of them were just bad people. Often, said promoters were made much less money than they first imagined when they booked the actual gig. This meant that on many, many occasions, promoters would try to get away with not paying one or many of the acts playing their shows. Today was one of those gigs for Wraiths. In the early days, when it was a bit more of a pushover and, you know, I'd let... I don't know what I'm trying to read this like out loud it, it's uh, this is quite painful reading it but <laughs> anyway in the early days when i was a bit more of a pushover i'd let it happen and just bitched about it on the way home but by now i'd been around the block a bit and i'd become a bit more confident so i often quite like to toy with promoters who look like they were going to attempt to worm their way out of paying us it got to the point where i was happy to take on duty of letting these people know that they'd fucked up so that they wouldn't do it again I felt like it was my duty so that if it was if they decided to put on shows again further down the line, other bands didn't have to put up with their shit like the younger me had to in the past. This particular afternoon was a sunny day in Newcastle, which always led to good spirits. There was nothing better than the sun coming out on a day you have a show, made loadings and waiting around much, much easier. 
There were bands on all day and we'd purposely arrived a few hours before I was set to check the gig out, see what the bands were like and see, you know, again, I'm adding stuff here that's really annoying. We were playing in a sports hall. We were playing in a sports hall in the college, complete with bleachers for people to watch from. It looked pretty cool. When our time came up, we set up, we played the gig, we smashed it, sold some t-shirts and began to pack our gear down. The turnout had been good and the promoter had seen in good spirits when we arrived earlier and he'd come over and spoken to us. We'd taken this as a sign that getting paid would be easy. So Charlton and Ray went over to sort the payment while I was out the back beginning the arduous task of packing my drums away. They both came back over to me laughing not too long later. I asked if they had the cash for the gig and they continued laughing saying I was going to have a real good time speaking to this guy. Secretly, they just wanted to watch me act all tough knowing that on the inside I was nothing, I'm was not. i not the main person. They used to get a kick out of it and would often impersonate me in the van afterwards. We walked over to the entrance where the promoter was sat. Charlton and Ray were slightly behind me as my bouncers, but also holding their laughter in as I put on my tough guy act. I introduced myself to the young man and he asked if there and I asked if there had been a problem with the money. He looked me in the eyes and said he didn't have enough money to pay us. The usual story. There'd not been enough kids at the show to cover the bills. The headliner, Silent Screams, were apparently quite expensive and so he didn't have enough money to pay the rest of the bands on the bill. Rather than take it up with the big boys, they decided to fuck over all the smaller bands. He tried to feed us the usual bullshit. I'll PayPal you it tomorrow, he said. Or, my bank's been frozen. I've lost my card and I'll send you ca- I'll send you the cash when the new one comes. Blah, 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 blah. While he was saying all this, he was gesticulating quite a lot. And I noticed that he had a Tupperware box in his hand. I looked closely, closer at the box while he fed me his usual bullshit. And I said... And I could see that it was absolutely bursting at the seams with cash. The nerve on this dude. I started laughing at him and Ray and Charlton did the same when I'd, when I'd finally realised that this guy had a bucket full of cash. He stopped talking when I started laughing at him and he seemed quite confused. I looked him in the eye and said, You realise you're telling me you don't have enough money to pay us while you're literally waving a box of money under my nose. He looked down at his box full of cash and panicked slightly. He said he only had enough to pay silent screams, nobody else. Not on my watch, I thought. I told him under no uncertain terms that I was, wasn't going to go anywhere until he gave us the cash we had earned, right from the scruffy little Tupperware box. He protested, and I simply explained that I didn't want to, but if it came to it, I'd just take the money from it by force, and there wasn't a fucking thing he could do about it. After a slight moment of tension, he relented. He opened his shitty little Tupperware box, and he paid with what we were owed. Naturally, I got tortured all the way home by the guys, who were impersonating my tough guy act because really I'm not a tough guy. So that is uh, just just an excerpt from the book and I just I guess the aim of the book is to kind of highlight what some people might not know kind of what goes on for for smaller bands and smaller acts um, out in in the big wide world and and all these these supporting bands and the smaller bands that you sometimes see at concerts. Um, sometimes kind of living like on the breadline, they've got no money, they're surviving on the t-shirt sales um, and there's a whole kind of like world and a whole subculture beneath that that race were a part of so I thought it might be quite interesting for people to read about so so there you have it, so that's that's an excerpt from the book, it's out on the 1st of August pre-orders for both the ebook and physical copies are available now um, I'll be getting them printed quite soon I'm, like, I'm excited to see how they look 
Um, and they also come with some exclusive artwork that Ray Our Singer and, and Boss Tattoo Artist, um, is at Evils on Instagram, is uh, has designed as well. So they come with a nice little bit of artwork. So um, I thought I'd, I'd make it a bit more special. And people have asked me to sign copies, which I find really weird, but I will sign them. I think I'll probably write a nice little note in them all. So if, if that's your type of thing, um, head over to the links below and you, you can pre-order it. Like say, ebook or physical copies or both or whatever you like. So. Cool. Thanks very much for watching. Uh, anything else important? Yeah, Reaper, Reaper Jiu Jitsu. Um, my clothing brand have got some got some new gear out. We've got some cool face masks with a little shaka on them. Uh, they're, they're, the next batch are coming for them, and they're kind of constantly churning out. So, uh, if you order now, you probably might get it by like next week because the the printing company are like way behind because obviously face masks are rather in demand at the minute. And we've got a bunch of new t-shirts with a, with a super cool new design on it. I think it's super cool anyway, probably because I designed it. So um, yeah, there's a, a load of cool new stuff over on the Reef Jiu Jitsu website. So have a look at that. Uh, thanks very much. Thanks for watching. Um, I hope you enjoyed the, the excerpt from the short. I hope you enjoyed the short story excerpt from the book. Cheers guys.